No, I kind of wish I was. Oh, okay, cool. Dang it. I'll tell that story again. All right, tell it. Okay, so Bob was talking about uh, Baby Rose, and he mentioned object permanence, which is like where if you play peekaboo with a baby, uh, they they might actually think that you are completely gone if they don't have object permanence yet. Yes. And there's these different levels. So in high school... I had to do a Piaget like interview project and they said, go interview either like a four year old or a five year old or something and figure Uh out what stage they're in. And so like I interviewed one of my cousin's kids when she was little yeah, and like the spatial recognition thing is really crazy because you can take like a glass of water in like a tall cup and you have like a short cup, but one that's like wider and you'd be like, okay, how much water is this? And then you pour it into the rounder cup. And they'd be like, is this, is it more or is it less? And they'll be like, hmm, <laughs> oh, it's less, I think, you know? Yeah, it's in a shorter cup. It's, it's a shorter cup. That's less water, you know? Like, yeah. what's, yeah, what's what's alive and what's dead? Is a tree alive? No, it's dead. Because you know, <laughs> it doesn't move. <laughs> like, it's pretty cool how we develop. Yeah. You know, it's pretty interesting. It's funny because. In stages. It's funny because my dog, Rain, she used to think that there was another dog in the house when she looked in the mirror, but she has since gotten wiser. Uh huh. She is, she's a very wise dog these days. Yeah. She is too. Like, um, how old is rain now? She is going to, she's going to, let's see. She's 11. I know. She's like an old wise. She's 11. I know. She's still really crazy and runs around the house. She's still really cute. She's got like a gray tuft of fur now. So it's like, she's got that wisdom patch. Yep. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys ready to start? Yep. I'm Zach. And I'm Colin. And I'm Bob. And welcome Welcome to to the Houseplants Houseplants Podcast in 2021. What? When you're listening to this, it might already be after the new year. I think it probably will be. Yeah, so we're time traveling now a little bit. I won't say how far, um, but we're a little bit ahead of time on our recording. Okay. So we're just going to go ahead and do a little bit of New Year's. So if you set set to play this... Mm -hmm. And follow it along at um, 101 minutes before the ball <laughs> drops on New Year's. It will sequentially do us counting down at the end of this episode. No, we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if Too the, much work. <laughs> if the Terminator machines have taken over, you know, yep. just still give us likes. Please. If, if the Terminator machines have taken over, I pray that it's the first movie's representation of them where they're still like kind of goofy plastic. It still looks good, but you can tell yeah. it's like little models instead and of then you like, can just uh-huh. kick them. You can just run up and like kick the little models instead of that, like Pharaoh fluid, like stuff really good looking from one from the second two Terminator. and third. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Zach, what do All right. So, um, what are we talking about, Zach? We're talking about all kinds of stuff because we're talking about New Year's. So yeah, this buddy. will be kind of an episode where we we'll do a little bit of review on the year, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll talk highlights. We'll talk a little bit about how we've grown as people, and we might talk a little bit about uh, what's coming up. Although I don't know if we know specifically what's coming up with the podcast, but we've mm-hmm. all got like things going on and things that I can actually announce and talk about because they're on social media now. Oh so, man! Woo! Yeah, buddy. Oh man! Yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah, we're going to do some just kind of like uh, cool topic stuff about the last year and the next year. We're also going to do some fun Christmas songs, even though it's a little bit past the uh, season. We want to mash in as many as we can. Yep. 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 So, Zach, um, do you want to start with joy to the world slash all creatures? And then we'll move into that prayer time like we do all the other times. That sounds good. Awesome. All right, so this is Joy to the World. You probably know it, and it's mashed up with another hymn. But I want to start by reading Psalm 98. Oh, snap. Because the song is based on Psalm 98. And originally, Joy to to the World is a song about the second coming of Christ. Really? So it's actually a um, forward-looking kind of thing. So we're talking to the future right now about the future right now. That's really cool. In the future right now, <laughs> as you're listening to this love time travel. So here's Psalm 98. Um, Sing to the Lord, a new song for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. 
All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing. With trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. So we got a righteous judge that we're singing about. Also heard a little yeah. shout yeah. to the Lord, all the, the earth, let us Yeah, sing. and I, I also heard a little bit of a Rich Mullins in there, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sing your praise to the, to the Lord. Which I guess everybody really likes this psalm. Yeah, that, that's it's a good psalm. <laughs> yeah, it is a really good psalm. So, yeah, it's about the, and, you know, as Christians, we've kind of interpreted it to mean partly kind of the second coming of Christ where he mm-hmm. comes and, like, rules on earth. And then joy to the world got made in that sort of line of thought, and then people adapted it to Christmas Mm. without really changing any uh, of the words and solid. it, it <laughs> kind of works for Christmas too. So I like it. I like it. Very good. So here's our version of it. One, two, three, four. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let her Receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. And me. 
nations prove the glories of His righteousness and wonders of His love and wonders of His love and wonders, wonders of His love. Just uh, thank you so much for bringing us together. Um, we thank you for um, another opportunity to praise the day that you were born, praise the day that you came into this world, and 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 for all that you've done. And we get to celebrate that. So thank you for the opportunity. And God, we just pray that you would be a part of all that we're doing at the podcast and help us um, help us uh, go strong into a brand new year. Into your name we pray. Amen. 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 Cool. You guys want to I'm talk sorry, about I'm uh, sorry. I goofed up on harmony sometimes. I know. You did good. <laughs> Sounded really good, man. Mm. There was a time I thought Zach was going, oh, praise him. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I could have, uh, but I didn't. I forgot about it. It's okay. No big deal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I, I went for it. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about 2020 first. Oh, are we? And for most of the episode. And okay. And then we'll kind of give a preview. But happy to be in 2021, I guess. I'm, I'm hoping we are. Um, I, I think most, I think there's a lot of people that have that sentiment. Um, yeah. But uh, um, as I was talking with you about several weeks ago, Zach, that, you know, in many ways, it's, uh, it was kind of a year of extremes. You know, uh, everyone, uh, it's very easy to focus on the, the negative extremes of this past uh-huh. year. But for many of us, there was also some positive extremes that kind of happened as well. So, yeah, definitely. I can say uh, that's true for me, even though uh, things in 2020 made life hard. Um, mm-hmm. There were also things that I learned to appreciate. And there were also a lot of ways in which I've been really blessed. Um, so we're going to talk about some of those things and kind of review our year a little bit as we go into the next one. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I like it. Yeah. So you want to just jump into questions? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So this was um, the first one that I kind of came up with. um, And it's what spiritual practice helped you grow closer to God in 2020? Mm. And will you keep it up in 2021? Spiritual practice could be anything, like any way that you relate to God. Could be prayer. Could be reading scripture. um, Or could be something specific to you. But what do you guys think? Well, we're not talking about the game, right? Where I go out and I give all for everything. We're talking about practice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Practice. Okay. Practice. Good. Then, Just yeah. practice. We're talking about practice. Um, I'll say mine real quick. Uh, <laughs> I started... Um, Most other people have no idea what these talk, what they're talking oh, about. Man. Oh, man. I, I, bet this new gen- I bet this new generation may not Probably know. Probably not. Um, it's a meme. It's an early stage meme. So... um. I, I just put, uh, I talk to God in the shower now in the morning because I get up every yeah. morning to go to, before okay. I go to work and I take a shower. And, and so, thankfully you take a shower. Yes, we're all grateful for that. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just, I, I finish, I finish washing my hair and stuff and then I just kind of sit in there and I like talk because uh, I feel like it's sort of like mm-hmm. the Matthew thing about going into a place where you're alone and you can yeah. be with the Lord. And I found. You've made the shower into a little prayer time. I found, yeah. uh, well, here's the thing. I still struggle a lot with this weird thing about, um, mm-hmm. like, not knowing if I'm really hearing from God or not, if I'm just, like, talking into the wind sometimes. And I'm not, I don't mean that in a blasphemous way. What I mean is, like, there is tons of scripture where where there is, like, God affirming something or, like, uh, giving you, like, yeah. the, you know, answer through something else. Mm-hmm. But... There's also times when like people are just like crying out in Psalms, you know, and they're mm-hmm. just like telling like God, like, please don't forsake me and stuff. And so I, I'm in a season sort of like that. But at the same time, I feel like because I'm doing that, I'm growing more spiritually. And so I am getting closer to God in that way. So there, that's it my... definitely. Do you find that it helps with consistency? Like if you always do it at the same time? Every day. I have to because I'm not a very organized or I'm a very yeah. like absent minded person about certain stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I find that routine is the only way to make things like that work for me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it's been um it's been good. I've been doing it for like the last two months. Yeah. And so you plan on keeping it up? 
Oh yeah. And continuing to grow in that way. Right. Well, so yeah. like my thought was, like I said before, I was like, I wonder what kind of relationship we have me and God and wh- how I can like make it better than it is currently. And so my point was to say like, well, I don't know if I'm like hearing back. Yeah. So maybe I'll just like keep sending it out. And when, uh, when God thinks that I'm ready, he'll like answer. <laughs> That's cool. Do you know what I mean by nice. that? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's more like, I'm not saying like, Oh God never talks to me. I'm saying like, maybe yeah. I'm not ready to hear what he has to say yeah. yet. So I'm just sitting with it for yeah. now. Very nice. Yeah. My habit that I've tried to foster this year, I don't do it every day, um, but I've tried to actually journal my prayers mm-hmm. and actually write them down instead of just um, instead of just saying them or just kind of thinking them. Because I find that um, if I don't like act out what I'm thinking in some way or, or like get it down, uh, my brain gets kind of jumbled and disorganized and I can go very immediately from like prayer to like thinking about the next thing on my schedule that I got to do. And, um, now there's something to be said for that because one time Jake, um, our former pastor from a long time ago said to me, like when that happens, what you should do is you should just follow that line of thinking and pray about that too. And sometimes I'll do that. Um, but I think even then, like just kind of jotting some some thoughts down. Mm. Um, so like sometimes I'll come up with like a couple questions to ask myself. Like um, I'll say like what scripture have you read recently, and I'll like answer it on a page and just kind of like write all my thoughts. But what's cool about that Solid. is I've been able to go back now and look at how I was doing, especially like some of the stuff I wrote like when uh, COVID first hit, when things were like locked down and shut down and, Mm -hmm. you know, just like things that I was thinking about um, what was going on in the world and like what God might be calling me to do or think or say, um, I, I think it's kind of cool to have that. So yeah, maybe it'll help me like write other stuff later. (laughs) Um, But that's a cool way that I've related to God through penning stuff down and not just like talking. Um, and I plan on keeping that up and hopefully doing it a little bit more frequently even. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, for me, it's uh, um, definitely been trying to uh, embrace uh, what Paul talked about with praying without ceasing. Okay. And just trying to, um, as as life has gotten in many ways more chaotic for, for me, uh, where a lot of people are just kind of shut down, uh, you know, sh- shut in while they're in quarantine or shut down. Yeah. I, I feel like my life's gotten a little bit crazier, even though I'm at home more. Yeah. Um, it's almost busier to yeah. be stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, so for me, it's, it's, it's been more about trying to uh, embrace the pray without ceasing kind of lifestyle just seeking out just, just prayers, just small prayers throughout the course of the entire day. Um, and just yeah. random times, nothing special even has to have been happening, but just trying to focus on that a little bit more. Um, so, so, so that, I think that's my, my big one. Um, also, uh, as we've been, as we take communion at church, um, mm-hmm. I've always tried, uh, I've, I've tried to treat that time a bit more sacred maybe than what I have yeah. in the past. And so like, uh, I, I mean, I, um, and, and just in many ways use that time more as a time of confession, um, before partaking in it and just trying to, uh, um, yeah, just trying to set that side apart yeah. a little bit more than just, just as opposed to just going through the motion. As the table where you commune with God, you know, it's more of a special thing. <laughs> yeah. How often do you guys do communion at your church? Uh, this church, I think we're still doing about once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Cool. So have you felt like you've grown in your relationship with God as you've kind of adopted more prayer? Like, what have you noticed? Um, I've. Uh, in, in some regards, yes. In some regards, I see myself uh, in other ways kind of slipping a bit more. And like so as I become a little bit more disciplined in this area, it may have been trying to compensate for a lack of discipline that was happening in other areas. Yeah. And so 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 I so I, I see like a give and take happening. So um, it, it's it's almost like where, you know, you plug up one hole and another one springs up <laughs> or, or and, and so in the yeah. you try to plug up the first hole again and then the the second one springs uh, springs again so trying trying to trying to figure out the best ways of which to battle those those, those holes in my spiritual yeah. life 
well, at least God has kind of like made you aware of that. Like that's something that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. When you can see that and like confess and, um, ask God to help you fix that. (laughs) It's always good. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So fellows, let me ask you this. What book of the Bible spoke to you the most in 2020? Me first? Sure. Sure. So I'm all about revelations right now. Yeah. Every Christian goes through that season. Yep. <laughs> yep. Very fun book. Very fun season of life, too. Yeah. So um, every Christian. I don't know if it's that fun, like when it actually comes. I wonder if, yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the, I, I, I found the studies to be fun during my season for that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's one of those things like, um, I, I wonder if you I could almost go through the Bible and list out the beginner, like early when you've just become a Christian Bible books you associate with. Yeah. Then like the next stage, the next stage. But Revelation is like towards the back. Once you like get a little more weathered as a Christian. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say, like I've heard people say before, like, I don't really know that much about the Bible, but I find myself wanting to read Revelation. And I'd be like, maybe you should start with uh, Matthew. <laughs> I, I say yeah. Matthew. Yeah, yeah Matthew's a good, a good book. Um, but yeah, so Revelation's been pretty cool. As we've done the podcast, I feel like my, you know, my understanding and my research has kind of like broadened on the subject. And then uh, I've been doing some some end time study stuff in my my church. So mm-hmm. it's kind of given me an opportunity to uh, try to like understand the like the vastness of it. There's there's a lot to take in, but I think it only feels overwhelming because if you read it like a textbook from like chapter one to to twenty one. Yeah, twenty mm-hmm. or twenty. There's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. It's short. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So, um, when when if if you read it like left to right like that, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can feel like everything's chaotic and you yeah. don't know what's happening. But I've gotten to a good place, so um, I'm very I'm having fun. I'm fascinated. Uh, so yeah, that's mine. Awesome. Yeah, mine. Uh, kind of towards the other end of the Bible, but I think I'm gonna say because I spent a lot of time over the summer studying uh, the first five books. Um, And I'm not sure if one really stands out like over the other, um, because I was kind of trying to study it as like a whole like narrative that goes from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Deuteronomy. Mm -hmm. So there was like parts of each of them that I would say really spoke to me, but I guess maybe the standout one might be either Genesis or maybe even Exodus. Like I, I remember um, I sat out on a hammock um, one day and I was reading like kind of the middle of Exodus where God delivers them through the Red Sea. Ah. And I started reading um, like there's a song of Miriam and there's like a song of Moses. Oh, yeah. Like right yeah. there. Um, and like there's a song that we used to do. Who is like you? Majestic in holiness. Awesome in wonder or awesome in glory. Working wonders. That's from mm. that's from right there, that section where they're singing to God after they cross the Red Sea. And I just thought, like, what a great um, what a great picture of worship. So I started kind of mm. seeing Exodus as a book about worship. And it kind of is because, like, um, you see God delivers them and they start praising him. And then they kind of go astray as they get lost in the wilderness a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then God uh, instructs them to build the tabernacle. Mm. And so yes. I was kind of reading about, you know, all the work that went into the tabernacle and all the instructions. And I think there was a guy named uh, Bezalel, which he's um, one of my favorite lesser known people in the Bible. Listen, there's a lot of people in the yep. Bible that just have Z's yep. and L's in their names. Yep. It's Nebuchadnezzar just, has like a bunch of Z's. Azazel and Bezazel. And yeah. Zerababel. 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 Um, Bill, uh, Bezalel. Now you made me forget it. <laughs> he, he was, uh, he was like a craftsman that they called in to build all the stuff for the tabernacle. So he like carved yeah. out like all the cherubim and stuff. And that was just his call. He was just like this artist and God used him for his glory. And I, I just think that's really cool. And I think that, I think Exodus is really significant for Christians even to look at Mm -hmm. because the Passover was like the beginning stage of like God setting the stage of like how I'm going to save you. 
It starts with, um, I'm saving you from, uh, the Egyptians, you know, and then he sets up something with his people and that's what ultimately brings Jesus, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, for, for me, I guess, uh, the, the main book that spoke to me in 2020 would have been uh, first Corinthians. Um, so first Corinthians is quickly becoming one of my more favorite books. And so it's, it's very focused on trying to, um, um, I, well, I mean, as as all the epistles are, you know, Paul's trying to uh, correct the church. You put them back on the straight and narrow. But I feel like in First Corinthians, it's a much more blatant type of no. You need to stop doing this, and you need to do this. You need to stop doing this, and you need to yeah. do this. <laughs> um, m- m- much more pointed, and uh, and I don't know. I, I guess maybe it's his bluntness that kind of speaks mm-hmm. to me a little bit more about that. Um, and so uh, um, it's it just it's it's really really interesting. Just some of the so some of the ways that I see uh, some of the passages applying to the church today, and so without getting into just flat out church bashing, I'll just say that it just it was it was a it just it's it's been a really Paul I, calls them out like oh, a bunch yes. of points yes yeah. and, and 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 so much of it I feel like parallels to our church today oh yeah and so it, it's so it's so like I said without getting into church bashing it's just it's a very pointed book. It's a very, yeah. very strong word, but it's sometimes it's a, 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 sometimes you need a strong word in your life. There, there comes, a t- there are points in your life where you really need that. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I appreciate that part of it. And I love what he talks about with love in yes. chapter 13. Yes. Everyone probably read, the most famous part of that book, but yeah. I just love it. No, no, but yeah, yeah. but I mean, everyone uh, likes to quote the love chapter, but they leave out the first few verses. You know, if I speak. Uh, yeah, yes. Everyone starts with, with well, love is patient yeah. and love is kind. Yeah. Love's yes, but what about before that? What is he before he gets into what it is? What how does he describe it? He says he says if if I if I speak with the tongues of angels, but I have not love, I'm mm-hmm. nothing but a clashing gong, a clanging cymbal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's you're just noise. If if you could speak with truth, but if it's not done out of love, it can still be harsh and be in love. But it's got to be. Mm-hmm. But love has to be there. Otherwise, you're just noise, and nobody cares what you have to say. Nice, getting into some Paul. I love it. Oh yeah, Paul needs to just take take it easy. <laughs> People are like, "Oh, Paul's an apostle." Uh, wrong. He wasn't there. So he's witnessed the risen Lord. No, yes, know. he has. I'm teasing. Yeah, I'm teasing. Yeah. Maybe he got scales for it over his eyes. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna uh, crap talk Paul until Zach starts <laughs> getting a furrowed brow. Oh, what are you like, uh, Luke? Oh, huh? yeah. You just like doctors. Were you like a lawmaker? You're a tax collector now, Colin? You just oh, you like, like those Matthew? other guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so authoritarian. You know everything, don't you? All right. I have a question for you, Zach. You Yo, ready? Hit, hit it. You ready? Have you learned a new talent or skill? Yes. Okay. So that's our next question. Mm-hmm. Have you learned a new skill, new talent, something in 2020 that you'll take with it? Um, I don't mean this to offend anybody, but um, go ahead. Our thing that me and Kara has gotten into um, is uh, shooting firearms. <laughs> <laughs> We've uh, we have a couple handguns now, um, and we learned how to shoot them properly and safely. Um, we took a actually took like a little training course here in Richmond. It was just like a guy who does it locally, um, but he's like a Very retired nice. like police training guy. Um, so he was really knowledgeable. Um, and so we've been like out to the shooting range a couple times and have just been trying to get better. Um, Kara's really, really good, especially like if she's got like a 22 or like something that kind of shoots smaller ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, she just, she's pretty accurate. <laughs> um, I'm so, working so, on so, it. <laughs> so what you're, what you're saying is, is that you're, you've been a lot more kind to her recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It makes you kinder. <laughs> Knowing yeah, she's a that. real good shot. I need to make sure now I get a hard ass side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted to learn. I like yeah. my thing is me and Jessica always prioritize money, so we always like put it on the back burner. That's kind of what we had done for a long time. Even when we first got married, we were like, we should get a few guns and kind of like learn how to shoot them and know all the safety stuff and. Um, oh, I realized yeah. that my dad had a few down in Florida, just a few handguns. And well, he, I mean, he had served in the military for many years, right? Yeah. I mean, he was in the military when he was younger, yeah. so he had been retired from the military for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah, he knew kind of all about that stuff and he, he's taken us before when I was younger, but I never really got that into it. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, um, it was just something that we felt like doing and we finally kind of 
got up whatever the the gumption to <laughs> go make it happen. So, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Fun. So, um, all right, Bob, what about you? What's a new talent? Well, uh, I guess kind of possibly spoiling a little bit further questions down the, down the road here. But uh, I guess the big talent that I've learned is uh, parenting. So <laughs> put a pin in it. So yeah, yeah we'll that, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all I'll say for now. But uh, but that, that 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 is my that is my big skill that I've been focusing on, and, and I do mean focusing on all year. It, it really has been something I've been seeking and learning and training. So it, it, that's not. I just, imagine it's a learning curve. <laughs> oh yes, yes. But uh, well, once again, we'll, we'll, we'll get into is it, it more harder later. or easier than learning League of Legends? Um, I I would say it's I would I would say it's easier. Uh, oh, okay. Um, in some regards, just because there's a lot more flexibility. Okay. Um, and a lot less, um, where league of legends is very intense. For if you one lose hour. a tower, you're just like done. Your team hates you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So whereas if you lose a bottle, you know, chances are you'll find it later. It, uh-huh. it, it, it'll be okay. You, you, you just misplace it for a period of time. It'll come back. Okay. It'll come back. Things um, tend to turn up <laughs> yeah yeah just, just just get a little more cleaning done and, and you'll find yeah. it eventually but uh yeah you, you you tend to lose the battle with a lot of the housework but um but but you but you gain so much more in other ways so um i'll just say this uh short answer i learned how to play the flute a little bit awesome All right but long complicated answer i sort of feel like it's not a talent but I'm getting increasingly better and better. It's a skill. It, it is yeah. most certainly a skill. Well, no, well, playing the flute is, but I was saying this other thing, which isn't really a talent, is more okay. like uh, I've gotten better at referencing the Bible and saying, oh, in this chapter, it says this. Oh, awesome. Oh, I, nice. I've, I've been terrible yeah. at that for years. But since doing the podcast and doing a lot of research, it's, it's starting to get to a point where I have re-researched several scriptures that are yeah. important several like hundred times. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I can kind of quote it's that. It's good that it's good to be able to start making those connections. Like you find, oh like, yeah, you f- start finding things in the Bible as you study it that connect to each other. Like even when you were talking about First Corinthians, I was also thinking about First Corinthians ten, which references Exodus because we were just talking about Exodus. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and you start kind of remembering more of those the more you study scripture. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that comes yeah. with time. So, that, that, but that's really cool, Colin. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, beyond that, I, and I wanted to learn the flute because I wanted to. Because uh, in D and D, when I play D and D and stuff uh-huh. or other games with friends, I try and write music, like score the game. Yeah. Oh, really? And so uh, I wanted. That's awesome. Yeah, I wanted to do a traditional uh, Japanese. Oh, nice. Uh, I think I think the um I'm there's a word for it, but it is like a a slow ballad in like a certain like mode the Japanese mode okay uh, and uh, so it, it called for flute and I wanted to play the flute really bad so at first Jessica was like oh I can do it and then she was like ah. I'm kind of rusty. And I was like, give me that flute. And then she, she was like, all right, well, hold your hands like this. And then it became like a whole day thing. Right. Oh. Play the flute. So you learn the technique so that you could like learn mm. how to play. Really this is not a brag thing. I promise. I hope you don't hear it this way, but no. I, I, what the one gift, the one like gift I know that God gave me, that's always been like a thing is that I'm just like, I, just, like, I learn any instrument. I get st- music stuff like really fast. Um, now half of the flute is just knowing music theory and being able to hear the notes, but the other half is the technique of the mouth and the finger position and stuff. But I did play the bass clarinet, the regular clarinet, the recorder and a few other things in band when I was in middle school and high school. Woodwinds is something I've not gotten into. Um, much more of a brass guy myself. I have played. Oh, I know. I can't wait to hear that. Everybody's played the recorder. (laughs) Now let me ask you this, Colin. Um, which what, what key would you say is more of a Japan uh, a traditional Japanese folk key? key? Yeah, yeah. What, what, what key? Does, does, does Check more, this out, guys. The well, they Japanese use like a different. Movement. They use a different scale. They well, they have yeah. well. Oh, really? They're technically really? they te- they are scales, but they're technically called um uh, like they're some people would call them modes, but they're yeah. technically like a scale. So one of them is sort of like the Chinese traditional one because a lot of Japanese. A, uh, traditional stuff comes out of China. Oh yeah. So there's yeah. like the. Uh huh. 
So that's, that is sort of a mode that they use, but the one I really, really like, I think is like this. Let me make sure I'm doing it right. Oh yeah, I can hear that like uh, that little string instrument. So I'm, I think I'm with you. I'm I with think you. it's called Hiro Hiro Toshi Hiro Toshi or something something very similar to that is that scale and I love that. Do you guys? This is old enough yeah. that it's Creative Commons. Do you guys know this one? Oh, yes. Do you guys know that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in Mike Tyson's punch out when you fight Piston Honda. <laughs> but that's like a, that's an old traditional thing and it uses that scale. And okay. so it's decidedly Japanese sounding. And I know that sounds weird, but like, no, no, no. no. The, the, I get the, so there, fascinated. There are definitely with that. sounds that definitely bring out a particular culture more than others. I so, get yeah. very fascinated with that. Maybe if we can get some people to dedicate to getting on this Patreon. I might upload some of this like cool music I've done. I've done a Ukrainian traditional song. I've done a Japanese traditional song. So um, anyway, that was a awesome. cool thing. Learning how to play the flute. That and, is really cool. And now a regular. Colin's flute. got like basically a whole album of like just D and D background music. <laughs> I think it's cool. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to release. It. Oh my gosh. I need to make an album or something. Anyway, uh, speaking of music, you guys want to do a second song? Let's yeah. Go into it. Let's do ring the bells because I'm, I'm in the mood for ring the bells. So for anybody who doesn't know this song, it'll take you a while to maybe find the lyrics, but um, maybe we can post the lyrics up on Facebook and somebody can actually find me the original author, the original lyrics of the song. It's true. It's kind of a mystery to us. Because <laughs> our our pastor Jake introduced it to us and I loved it because I wrote this like cool little do, 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 do thing and made it bell sounds. And uh, ever since then, I've been dying to know who wrote it. So here we go. Ring the bells. Christmas morn Jesus is born and the angels resound with their song of joy for this baby boy is the glory of heaven on earth and the sound of hosannas fill the sky as the sun of heaven comes down to men look our redemption draw if nigh with the birth of the great Christmas morn. Join with the angels and shepherds who gather to celebrate and enunciate the glory of heaven on earth. And the sound of hosannas fill the sky as the sun of heaven comes down to men. Look our redemption draw it nigh with the birth of the and the sound of hosannas fill the sky as the sun of heaven comes down to men. Look our redemption draw hith nigh with the birth of the great I am. Amen. Amen. Short and sweet. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I love it. I love the melody line. The sound of Hosanna's fill the sky. That sounds so fun. And I'm really impressed that you played piano and like a piano or bells lead. Did I do that? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I did do that. I appreciate that. Um, So yeah. Okay. What's something you discovered about God in 2020? So uh, let me just get mine out of the way because mine's a little controversial. And then uh, I want to hear, I, I do not want to like go into a long thing about it. Cause sure. Like sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to put a pin in it for now. And I'm going to say, God has no real opposition. Mm. I don't think that is controversial. Well, at least the way that it hits me, it hits you and I, all of us good because yeah. we've had that series on uh, Satan yeah. and demons. Yeah. And to me, I believe in my heart that he is always going to be more powerful than any enemy that mm-hmm. exists. Any. Mm-hmm. Now, l- l- let me ask you this, just from no a from, from a personal development perspective. Okay. Would you say that before 2020, you had more of a 
dualist mentality regarding God and Satan? Not necessarily, but I never really sat down and thought about it. It's kind of like That's one fair. of those yeah, things. Yeah. It's kind of real. It's like something that you know you're supposed to believe. Yeah, it's and affirming. You realize it. If you're conquering. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's it's weird. It's it's like it, it, it's it, like it, if if I come up to Zach and I said, "Hey, Zach." Did you know that the sky is blue and here's why? And then Zach's like, you know, I never really cared about why the sky is blue, but now I'm like super invested in knowing yeah. and understanding why. But like for me, it's even more important because it's about God. And so this idea about Satan mm-hmm. and about sin and about demons and about uh, the the calamities on earth, all of that is not only not opposing God in any way, but it is almost a thing God is allowing or ordaining. And so that, in that regard, it's like God has got a hand on everything. The only thing that I feel like is blasphemous is this idea that um, we as human beings have human beings have the ability to oppose God, mm-hmm. but that is not opposing to him. That's what, so don't hear it as Interesting. don't hear it as we can't oppose God. We can, because we yeah. have free will. I'm just saying that he has no opposition in the, in there's the, no match. There's no match. Yeah. There and it's funny That's because it. we, we even talked about um, the sons of God and like the right. demons and stuff and That's how right. the spiritual forces actually do exist. Um, yes. And they can be powerful in some ways, but they are still nothing compared to God. Like God will make them die like men. Like it says in uh, yeah. I think Jude where it kind of references Enoch and stuff. But like, yeah, even, even the devil like it's not even a contest. And guess what? <laughs> God isn't even the next uh, Satan isn't even the next rung down from God. He's no. below like Michael and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Satan's not even like a challenge to the the warrior angel. So, I mean, he's, he's maybe he's, a challenge, but He's below Michael and he's even below Pikel. Ooh. <laughs> you might you might there there are other angels that we've learned about like Raphael and you know, maybe uh-huh. one or two others. But I I mean, and and that's just my thing. It's it's so yeah. funny to think about that. Um, I do like, again, though, I do. Anyway, this is a big topic. Like I said, I don't want to get into it too big. So I'll just say that is a new thing that I have learned about God and I've concreted it in. I, this 2020 has been a year for me to concrete beliefs that I have in the past. I've been like, I can't know for sure. So I'm just going to keep searching. But then there's, there's, this has been a season of being like locking the sensor in. Are you sure you're locking it in, locking it in. Yeah. (laughs) That is correct. Or you lost all your money. <laughs> cool. So anyway. Awesome. Okay. I want to go next because mine is kind of related to yours. Okay. okay let's hear the it. thing that I've learned um, is that the entire Bible tells us not to be afraid. And that yeah. fear really is the enemy. Um, sure. I remember Harvey, my pastor, was giving a sermon on Psalm 23 he was like going through it verse by verse. And I started to think about that verse where it says, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And I thought I will fear no evil for you are with me could kind of almost be like a theme verse that wraps up the whole Bible hmm. because it's like this message where humankind is in this um, sinful state. The world is broken and there's a lot of things that oppose us. Um, But we should not be afraid of anything except God. It does say fear the Lord. Yes. But, but which is much more of a kind of a different sort of fear. Right. Right. Which we we talked about during the tech. I'd love to do an episode kind of about fear the Lord. Um, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Cause I've thought a lot about that too. When is it okay to be fearful? Yeah. When is it not okay to be fearful? Yeah. But fear of anything is not really what we're supposed to do. I mean, I think that's not to say that you should be reckless and just like put yourself in harm's way and sure. be stupid. Sure. But you don't need to fear something when you know that God is on your side because heck, even things that can kill us can only kill our body. Right. Sure. Right. And, right. And so like, yeah, then and it's tw- more easier said than done to it like is. really just like accept your mortality, but um, but uh, well, it's hard not to fear. It is, it is. Yeah. But but the, uh, you know what's weird is that I think more people fear losing things, yeah, than they are afraid of losing their life. Yeah, 
That's a sad there's thing. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people in 2020 that are afraid of death. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other fears too in 2020 that have fear been super prominent. Fear of looking foolish. Fear of looking bad. Yeah, that's some. That's, that's just a big can of worms. Though. So that's something, probably the main one that God's been working on me with is the fear of like what others will think or say or do to you. Sure. You know, nobody's like threatened to physically kill me yet, but yet, I, yet you never know. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've been afraid of what people would, would say about me, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still wrestling with that. Like, I think it's on us as Christians to share the truth and be bold. It doesn't matter what people are going to say. And it's not going to get easier to be a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you were reading Revelation, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, and it already isn't in a lot of ways. Hey, Bob, mm-hmm. remind me after the episode to tell you something about, you know, who. <laughs> so. Ah, okay. yeah. you. you said uh, you're worried what? people are talking about you oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was waiting to throw that in and I, you, I, you pivoted I, to a different I, thing i got you colin i uh, I, sorry. I, I saw exactly where you're going if, with if, that if they yeah. don't get it right it away happens, it's a terrible right? joke and i gotta you throw know. it out so we're on a podcast of probably people that we don't even know might talk about us Who well knows? somebody somebody yeah. slammed us really hard a few months back and said uh you're podcast has nothing to do with house plans right that's why we need some <laughs> that's why we need some more ratings on uh on apple zach, specifically zach was like huh that's interesting and then like what later went away and he was just like uh, why that's right, that's right. Cut, why me did deep. You? cut me deep no but there are things that people can say that can just cut you deep and that is true like you you know or 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 can affect you different ways. Like maybe mm-hmm. you're not upset, but maybe you're angry, or maybe you're afraid, like you're fearful, or maybe you are so worried. There's a lot of people right now that are probably afraid of losing their job mm-hmm. because or they losing, can't share their opinion, or, or losing, losing their life, losing their getting sick. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of fear. I think, you're I think right about that, that. I think that the Bible is always teaching us not to fear. Um, and not to fear, not just for no reason, but not to fear because God is on our side. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I agree. When we follow him, when we, you know, give our lives and we submit to him. And Joshua, you know, that message has really kind of stood out to me. It's why I wrote Joshua's song, um, you know, to not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever yeah. you go. Um, oh, just favorite, that, a favorite new one of yours that I really yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So just taking that message and, and seeing that through line through the Bible of how like anytime somebody was too afraid, um, that was when they tended to mess up and God said, don't be afraid. Like all the angels that talk to uh, Joseph and Mary in the stories about the birth of Jesus, they said, like, don't fear. Like I bring you tidings of great joy. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, that's what I learned. Don't be afraid. Solid. For me, it was about timing, mm-hmm. um, and so with with it comes. I was going to initially when we, we were planning for this, I was going to talk about more like patience, but this is more just patience. It's about timing. Uh, yeah. God's been teaching me patience for years. That's always been a, a, an ongoing theme with my life. Is is trying to learn that. But he but, didn't just like zap you with like ultra super like patience from a patience ray gun. <laughs> I wish he has to like and just get it done and over with. Oh my goodness! So he's playing a. a uh, MMO, a uh, massive multiplayer online game, and he hasn't subscribed, so he's getting the slow amount of XP, <laughs> and he's only at like level fifteen. And then one morning, he just prays to the Lord and says, "Give me patience." And then he gets on. He's like, "Level fifteen's fine. I'll just do these quests at my own pace, and it's no big deal." <laughs> no, I, I, it's just um, uh, for. Um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the fact, the idea of having plans throughout the course of this past year mm-hmm. and those plans kind of going out the window or being put on hold. Um, some of them may even still be on hold, um, but things don't always turn out the way that you expect them to. But um, for some things, that's not always necessarily a bad thing. It's just, right. it's, 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 it's just a delay. It's, it's, and so he's, he's really been showing me about, about timing and how things happen when he wants them to happen no matter what i think um yeah and i, I don't want to go so, so it was um uh negative from the point of like god doesn't really care about my opinion uh but i mean he does i i honestly do think that god truly cares about my what i think but he doesn't need my opinion you know what i mean mm. and so it, it, what so what does I does he want it though 
Yeah, I mean, this once again, to some extent, I think he does want it, but not necessarily from like a decision chain perspective. But oh no, 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 but, I didn't yeah, like he, that. From a relationship perspective, he cares. He cares about us. Yeah. I, I do believe that. But in the end, you know, it doesn't really matter what I think. This is God's timing, and no matter how much complaining I might do about it, and going to change it. This this was a time that God wanted for things to happen in my life, and not necessarily my timing. Um, I know this sounds like um, like a weird thing, but the way you describe kind of like the, you know, opinions and like God may or may not want them kind of thing. It made me think of Bruce Almighty, though I know it's like yeah. very weird and kind of sort of blasphemous movie in some you ways. Know, I've never fully seen that one. Oh, really? um, I just yeah. like the situation where he is like yelling at God, telling him he's doing a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I like that it becomes not only a learning experience for Jim Carrey, but it also becomes like a, I want to like relate to you. And I thought I was like, even though this movie is silly. Yeah. I think that's why he's okay with hearing our like gripes and stuff. Yeah. He's like, okay, well I'm glad to hear where you're coming from. Like, it almost seems like he's trying to be like, you know, like I'm here to listen. Yeah. I'm, you're not, a, you're not affecting me, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's part of what Jesus is about is the relational, like oh, yeah. making you at least yeah. feel like you have a relationship. And that's kind of what I'm de- like, as, again, that's what I've been desiring mm-hmm. a lot, which is why I'm doing the talking in the shower thing. All right. So um, last question, last one, boys, what's your yeah. favorite episode of the podcast and why I think we should try and make this as short as we can. Cause I know okay. we could go on really long, but yeah. it's kind of late. Also, I'm kind of up in the air, so I, I could talk I, for a long time. I was trying to figure out. This is the one that I haven't quite nailed down yet. Is yeah. anybody, like, super sure of their answer? I have two or three different aspects of episodes, but not yeah. an actual episode. Yeah. So I'll just say this really fast. I loved every episode where we had a, a guest, oh, but, yeah. but I couldn't name his favorite guest. Yeah. I love every episode where we got really deep into theology and did a mm-hmm. lot of biblical research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would say that since all of it is very truth based and very like biblically yeah. based, it's hard for me to pick one. Yeah. So, but I will say as far as um, stuff where we did music, uh, my favorite song you've ever written is still uh, I've got power. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh so I, I don't know what episode that's in or anything. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick highlight. I'm just gonna pick one out and talk about it, even though I don't know if it's my favorite. I'll just say, mm-hmm. because of the reaction it got, I actually thought that the Blind Faith episode recently flowed. Blind really Faith well. was really good. It flowed yeah, I was really super good. Excited yeah. to talk about that. My yeah. second favorite would actually be in that same series, uh, the Incarnation one that you did. Uh-huh. I felt like they were back to back very good. Um, but if I had to name one series and just say like. Yeah, I was super into our heavenly beings one that you yeah came up spiritual with. beings. So I would say <laughs> yeah. if it, if it had to be an episode, I would say Blind Faith. If it had to be a series, I would say Spiritual Beings. Okay, that's good. Even yeah. though the ones from the past are were good, I'm finding that I'm more and more impressed. I'm not saying it's a pride thing. I'm just saying I'm more and more impressed with how much better we keep like seeming we do to get. keep improving. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoopsie. Uh, yeah, if too soon. Yeah, if you're starting out on this podcast, like I almost want to say, listen backwards. Um, In some ways, don't, that's don't start with like episode one. And <laughs> oh, by the way, episode one has by far the most downloads, like close to three hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got a crazy amount. It's been up here a while. Yeah. So right. me, I was between the spiritual beings episodes, which I don't know which one would be my favorite out of that. Maybe the sons of God one or the Nephilim one. Um, just because we got into some crazy stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. Those were probably, I would say those were my favorite to prepare for. That's what I mean. The research yeah. made me get involved yeah. in scripture in a new way. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I think maybe my favorite overall might be where we ranked the CCLI chart. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that was because really good. Because we got to be critical. <laughs> we got to have our opinions we got a little to, bit. That was, we almost Release. got into the range of hot take. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Um, but it really helped me learn a lot about like dissecting a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also that, 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 that was me, a really fun one for me. It helped yeah. me learn a lot about us. I'm a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a very, we analytical, were talking about that. I was analyzing both of you as you're answering. And I'm like, man, we really are like three pieces of a puzzle. We have slightly different uh, mm-hmm. emphasis yeah. when we come and approach something that we're like looking oh, at. Oh yeah. But it's all, yeah. but it's all uh, based in like our faith and, and, yeah. and it's great. So anyway, Bob, yeah. awesome. Well, 
Um, that was a great segue, Colin. I appreciate that. So learning about us going back to January where we did the, the Enneagram. Oh, he still that loves one was those fun. Yeah. That, 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 that one was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that a lot because yeah. for the same reason, it taught us a lot about us. And I actually took that to my friends from the movie club yeah. afterwards. And I was like, have you ever heard of this thing? And then my friend Jason was like, oh, I'm a six. And I was like, wait, I think Bob's a six. No, no. Bob's a one uh, wing two. Oh, you're a one yeah. wing two. Okay. Well, I don't know yeah. who else is a six then. I hung out with somebody uh, recently and he said, let me guess. You're a nine, aren't you? And I was like, no, but actually like nine kind of makes sense for me in some ways. Cause they're the peacemaker. Mm. Um, but I think that I probably am more of a three on the yeah. inside. So, so with a bit of four. So, so, so for, for me, uh, it came down to three episodes. That was one of them. The other one was a tech one. That one had been on my heart for a long time. I just had yeah. so much fun with that one. That, that was, was a good one. That, that was a lot of fun for me. And then uh, CCL Live was also up there as yeah. well. So that that all, all, all three of those, I just I had a blast with all with all of those. So those were those were up there with my favorites. Solid. Very awesome. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Do we want to do updates and then end with a song? Let's do it real quick. Yeah. Okay. So um, most of my big news is out already on Facebook and stuff, so it should be public. But um, I got a lot of cool things happening in 2021. So I will be, uh, I will be graduating seminary in May. We're going to be moving at the end of January, uh, a little bit further down the road, um, Mm -hmm. about 50 minutes from Richmond, but we're going to be moving to Corbin. No, you look like you're (laughs) no, no. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be, uh, we're still kind of in, uh, the planning stage of figuring out how we're going to do the podcast going forward. Um, but we, but, we, but will, we have ideas nonetheless. Yeah. I will have more space, but I will be further away. So <laughs> I think we're going to be thing, okay. One like, thing fixes another thing. We, we might have challenging. To, we might have to go to, um, zoom calling, but I think that yeah. all of us individually could have good quality microphones and it wouldn't sound too different. Uh, the only thing that would be different would be that Zach and I would have to coordinate the live music playing thing. So, uh, beyond that, should yeah. be fine. So expect to see, if not weekly, still still mm-hmm. frequent episodes from the yeah, House Plants podcast. That sounds good. Oh, Keep yeah. following us, and then at the end of May, um, yeah. we will have a baby, a baby Kratz. I will be I will be Papa Kratz, Mama Kratz. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So a lot. Are you going to name your kid a a abbreviation of your three word names? Oh, like maybe. you did with Zach Z-A-K? It has to it has to be a three letter word that ends in a K. Okay. So, yeah. What else besides Zach? I mean, you could do, Mac. You could do Mac. You could do Nick. <laughs> That's true. You could do Nick <laughs> with just a K. And I. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Or or you can name him Beck, but with just like the K, and then yeah. make him a music guy. Give him like red hair and a beard. Yeah. For his like one year birthday. <laughs> He'll like learn how to play like the washboard and like all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> I'm, yeah, so I'm loving these don't, ideas. Yeah. If you guys don't know, I am Z-A-K, Zachary Adam Kratzer. That's, That's right. The, You've just uh, uh, doxed yourself. Congratulations. They can yeah. check you out now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Check me out on IMDB. <laughs> we are super excited. I, I, I think I speak for everybody. Um we're so excited to see what comes of you guys having a kid and moving. Thanks. And, um, yeah, I, buddy. I don't, I don't, um, I don't see it being a negative thing in any way for me. I just think you guys are in the next stage of your life and that's just a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Bob, speaking of things that happen in babies, what about you? Yeah. So, so 2020, we, uh, we took foster care classes starting in January Yep. and our plan was to probably have a placement, um, uh, we have the intention of fostering to adopt, and um, and so uh, we expect to have a placement in midsummer. And well, COVID happened, and so everything was delayed. Uh, but in October, a little baby girl was placed in our arms, um, eleven days old, oh, and no. so went into emergency foster care and uh, with us. And so that um, was a fun time walking into the emergency. Say. A standard procedure and abuse situation. They want them to take you. You want they want you to take her to the emergency room right away and have them checked out. Make sure everything's okay. Also creates a baseline safety net for you because you can say, "Hey, none of this stuff was from me because I had her for five minutes." Now you know I've come straight from the social worker mm-hmm. to the emergency room. 
nothing that's wrong with her was my fault kind of thing. You know, so it's a safety level on all hands. Uh, but they walk into emergency room. And it's like, um, okay, who's the patient? I tell I tell her the, the little girl's name. And I'm like, okay, and what's her last name? And I'm like, uh, I got to go open up my binder, try to figure out her name. It's like, I'm sorry, I've been her father for all of 11 minutes now. <laughs> Guess that means her name's Rose Keith. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed with you both, just the how adult you've been, mm-hmm. how how um, humble and um, just the level of kind of like ministry that's involved in this, but also just like it comes right yeah. from the heart of who you guys are. You're very maternal people. I'm excited for you. Um, I don't know if things will pan out. Uh, I I know that um, you have been in full contact and good support with both the system Mm-hmm. parents involved so oh yeah yeah and, and baby rose she'll go back to her family she'll, she'll, she'll go back this is more of a foster this is not a foster to adopt our goal eventually is to come across a foster to adopt situation but this one's not it you were needed in a situation and so you stepped absolutely in. yeah that's you god know, calls that's us good. to this. and yeah. you know we've been praying for you guys for grace to be able to provide in that situation and you know maybe you'll have her longer than you think but yeah. you know we're just praying for the right thing to happen and I think we're we're all pretty proud of you guys for taking that on and loving to see like you guys as parents like it's it's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) And and seeing Bob when he's really, really tired, like about to fall asleep, but about to hit the road anyway and drive to northern Kentucky. (laughs) Oh, yes. Exhaustion has been the theme of the last couple of months. That that is true. You looked exhausted, but you're looking better tonight. Yeah. Than you have in weeks I, past. I, 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 I took a self-care day recently, so. Good. Good. So, exclusive. You guys don't even know about this announcement. So, we talked about babies. Ooh. Uh-huh. So, I guess it's my turn to announce my thing. Yeah. I've uh, been crying like a baby a lot recently. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that not what you expected? <laughs> Oh, it's you thought, middle. oh, yeah. Yes. No, I've been... We, for, uh, for, for, for about a quarter of a second, I thought you, you were going to go. I was like, no, this is Colin. He's most yes. certainly going the other way. <laughs> I cry wolf, and then when I really say it, you guys are like, you're, you're being stupid. You're um, no, uh, that is veiled. That, that crying like a baby is veiled in some truth. Me and Jessica have been uh, dealing with some issues. Um, we have some financial stuff going on. But God is strengthening us through it. We're going to get through it. Um, I'm excited for what is coming soon with the podcast. But beyond that, I don't really have anything too pressing or new. Um, I've been just writing a lot of music. and uh, You have been. You're yeah, becoming buddy. prolific. Oh, is that what that word means? I'm going to find out what it means. Uh, but yeah, um, so thank you thank you guys for sharing. Do you guys want to end the, uh, uh, I'll just ask for prayer. I'll just say like, hey, yeah. for the community, yeah. if you want to pray for me, unspoken prayer, dealing with our finances and some things that we, we just need God to intervene, intercede. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, you guys want to end the night with uh, some silent night and then we'll call yeah. it a night. Yeah, buddy. That's a lot of nights. Yeah, it is. Here we go.
Check us out in yep. 2021. 2021. We're coming back more theological, more musical, more mediaical, and more missionarical oriented. Woo. And <laughs> you can check all that out on any of the podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts, because uh, Zach asked about that. Yep. But definitely check out our Patreon. Help support us so we can continue to do what we're doing. We would love to have that as a nice christmas slash new year's gift yes. and leave us a comment on facebook let us know what, how, how, uh, what your big plans are for 2021 god bless god merry bless. christmas merry and christmas. happy new year happy new year and peace